Okay, welcome, welcome everyone to Hi. part with Ceres and, <clears throat> and me, Sina Maria. Um, so this is the third part of a seven part series that we're doing um, ascension discussions or um, just, yeah, time for us to share and go deeper into these seven pillars of ascension that Ceres has created. Um, to really support our collective and personal ascension journeys and processes. Um, so maybe you can share a little bit about that body of work that you created. Um, yeah, so um, welcome to everyone that's doing this with us already, um, doing the course and following these ascension interviews that Sina and I are doing and the Ascension Essentials video series that I'm doing that builds these build on the course. Um, so I've <clears throat> talked about the course more in previous conversations, but you know, we'll be referencing it. We're not really duplicating course material here. We're building on the Ascension Essentials e-course. And if you're not familiar, I would like to invite everyone to explore this course, explore this information. The links will be in the info that's shared with the video and the podcast. And to just consider doing this this year and at the beginning of this year. And if it doesn't seem financially feasible, you can email me. My email address will be findable in the notes and whatever. And there's a payment plan option. It's not on the website. You can email me and we can do that. So these Ascension interviews, videos and podcasts with Sina are free. The Ascension Essentials seven week video series that I'm doing are free. And they build on the course for purchase, which is also on sale to further invite people to do this work right now at the beginning of this incredible, incredible new year that's full of all kinds of stuff, all kinds of completions and new potentials. So it's a really great time to welcome, really open up to our fullest potentials and our conscious purpose. Mm -hmm. And it's a really good time to get clear about where we're getting pulled into um, where we're getting pulled into things that aren't helpful in the 3D world versus where we are embracing our purpose and putting our energy and focus into our purpose. Our, our purpose for this incarnation, the activations for that are newly available and more supported than ever before. The planetary changes are also accelerating. So if we put our choices for where we put our focus and energy are more powerful than ever. Our choices matter. They don't all need to be perfect. We don't need to understand every detail, but the intention behind our choices is has a more profound direct impact on the trajectory of our life, the intention behind our choices. So it's a really potent time to be conscious about what's driving our choices. And are we indulging in something old that just doesn't really feel good? It's, it's, it's not really taking us where we want to go. It's not making us happy. Or are we putting our attention, our energy, opening our hearts to things that activate and support our purpose? Yes, beautiful, thank you. And this is, I mean, I think it's really, <laughs> this is why we're doing this together. You know, it's like, this is such a powerful time. There's, like you said, completions happening. It's a blank slate. Um, and we've been sharing this in every, video so it may seem repetitive for those that are following along with us but I just want to really you know reiterate that like this is so dear to both of our hearts and our collective process and it's like that's why that's why we're doing this you know you're giving a lot of a lot of content and support to people even if they're not feeling like the course is the right thing at this moment like follow along with us it doesn't it's you know like please absolutely yeah do absolutely if you yeah <clears throat> if you don't feel called to do the course 
or yeah, it's not the right time, please do follow with us anyway and connect with us in this space and make use of, of what we're sharing to whatever degree works for you. Yeah, thank you, Sina. Yeah. So before we dive into to, to the third pillar today, which is um, heart first, and so we're talking about how do we shift from a more mind-centric, mind-mental-first approach of being in the world to leading with our hearts. Um, I wanted to, I, I would like you to share a bit about kind of what the, like we're sharing a lot of information, right? There's seven pillars and we're doing these podcasts and we're doing these videos and there's all this stuff and, and at the core, at the root of all of this, there's, there's just one simple kind of truth that we are trying to share about in different angles. Yeah, yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. So for those of you doing the course already, um, and for those of you maybe joining us, you know, um, for the first time or, or just doing the videos, yeah, I was sharing with Sina that as we get further into the new year, we get close to completing this month of January, which is a one month, which is seeds, new seeds of creation and purpose, one, uh, the potentials, the unity potentials. More and fuller information, more is coming through to share. It's really, um, <laughs> there. it's very, very full. There's a lot coming through to share. And what I want to be clear about with everyone is that this doesn't need to become confusing or complicated process. First and foremost, you know, I always encourage everyone to work in a way that serves them. We have periods where we are just ready for information. We're ready for a lot of information. We have periods where we have so much internal process that we only need a little bit of info from the outside. I encourage everyone to honor that. <clears throat> also, all of this, all of this that we have done and that we will do and everything in the course and all of the different things that we focus on, it all comes back to one idea and to one goal and to one truth, all of it and always, which is that we are waking up from separation and fear and remembering unity consciousness and love we are ascending from separation fear and suffering and we are remembering love and unity consciousness which is the real reality that's all that any of this is that's all that any of it is ever mm -hmm. that's also yeah so so however if you if it feels complicated if it feels like too much you know we can always just let go of it if something resonates for us and it serves us and it feels like too much mentally we get really full we can let go and it will process through the energy field and through the heart where real learning happens and then it will integrate it will become clear in the in the linear mind in the right time the, the linear mind is the last place where new information becomes clear. Mm. The last place. <laughs> and we think of it as the opposite. We think I need to understand this with my head before I trust it or accept it or welcome it into my heart, life, energy field, body, etc. Mm -hmm. I, I know that we've, we've kept ourselves safe safe that way for a long time but with this work with ascension work with purpose work <clears throat> with love aligned work with higher frequency work we integrate we take it in through the heart and we begin to integrate it through our energy field through the through the different parts of our energy field and actually for a while it might seem in the head like we don't even know, we're not even sure what that info is. Or we may feel like we've forgotten it. Like if we take some info, we may have, we may remember that we've forgotten that we were 
do you know and wonder where is that what's happening with it where's mm -hmm. what's happening with that new information and that ascension work and those activations so digressing here yes um <laughs> it's um i think i lost your question Sina. but yeah the mind is the last place and it integrates that's a really helpful thing to know that it, yeah. it's just a helpful thing to know and, and then we don't have to worry when our mind isn't organizing and tracking and clear about everything, we can trust that it's working through the different levels of our being. Yes, well, I think that's a perfect segue. So basically like, uh, just to summarize a little bit, the, there, all of the different things that we're sharing are different angles to get to that one truth that we're ascending from separation, fear to love and to unity. And these pillars that you've put together, created, downloaded, um, are a helpful path for us as we're bridging 3D separative fear-based consciousness to 5D and beyond the, the unity love frequency that we, we came from. Right. And so that's where it's this back and forth where it can seem like a lot of information and can seem complex um, because that's the world that we're bridging from in a way. And, but really there's just like, we're all just walking together all to get back to this very simple, basic. Yeah, that's, that's, <clears throat> that's it. And that's beautiful. It only seems complicated because in order to progress, we have to speak to all the complications that the egoic mind has created. <laughs> so, um, we, we do the teachings that serve and I do it this way because, um, the way that I'm sharing this information, you know, we all do what works. And for a while, you know, I mean, I had a year where I just studied the Tao Te Ching with like three other books. It's, mm. But this information is timed for right now. Um, yeah. So we just, we just use what works and yeah. And we, we do these different pieces of information because we're, we wake up gradually. Mm -hmm. We wake up to different parts of ourselves. We wake up incrementally. We gradually bridge back to <clears throat> unity consciousness. So for our human to bring all of, all of ourselves with us back to love and back to unity, we focus on one area for a bit and then another. Mm -hmm. But it all comes from the same purpose and the same idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think this is a, <clears throat> so I'm just having this inner experience of realizing that how cyclical this process is. Mm. Um, and like, so I, I went through your course when you first put it out and I'm definitely getting a much deeper experience as I'm have, holding these conversations with you and I'm studying it up for, you know, from a different angle, um, to be able to share this with others. And, I'm just realizing how limiting our, like from a linear perspective, it's like, oh, I already did the course. Like I already got it, did Finish. that check, you know? And, and there's so much, there's so much more, there's so much deeper and at a different time when I'm in a different frequency and different situation, I'm gonna receive different pieces that I need in that moment. Um, so why don't we talk about, or I would love to hear kind of, linear versus cyclical and like how does that relate to the heart and the mind and maybe just talking generally about qualities of heart and mind pick whichever one you want <laughs> okay <laughs> um okay <laughs> So, well, no, I, I, I hear you. Actually, okay. I'm actually, <laughs> um, I, I can't, it's okay. <clears throat> so, so yeah, the linear mind, um, 
we still do things in, in linearity. We still have linear progressions that, um, I mean, we turn the shower on before we get in the shower and then we get out of the shower. I mean, those are linear progressions. Right. We, you know, we get the food hot and then it's cooked and then we eat it. That's mm -hmm. a linear progression. Right. <clears throat> so this isn't about setting up an idea that our habituated way of doing things is wrong per se. <clears throat> we shift, the collective shifts, the planet shifts. We're all doing it together at different levels. <clears throat> What's helpful to understand about reconnecting with higher frequencies is that when we do something that accesses fifth through 12th dimensions instead of one, two, three, and four, which is what we're used to. It's what we're used to. So it's the world that we came into more or less. When we do anything, anything at all that connects us with 5D and up and 5D, um, we access 5D at the heart. Hmm. The chakras correspond to frequency levels and dimensions. Hmm. That's why the heart, one of the reasons that the heart will come back and is the yeah. bridge is the bridge between what seems lower linearity, how we wash our dishes or whatever. And yes higher free higher realities where things don't actually work that way mm -hmm. they really don't work that way okay so 528 hertz is the frequency of the heart the natural frequency fifth dimension is the threshold to unity consciousness if some of you work at higher frequencies than 12, that's beautiful. I'm not going to focus on that. I'm going to focus on when we do anything, maybe it's time in nature. Maybe it's time with a child. Maybe it's meditation, movement, anything going inward. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Studying something, being creative studying something that activates the next highest frequency level that we can access. Anything that we do that connects us with 5D and up takes us out of linearity. So to keep, to try to be as clear as possible and please, so let's, so let's use the example of you studying the course. Uh -huh. You take out a device or a computer or a paper, wherever you're looking at the course. You take that out, you look at the course, you put it away. That is a linear activity. Mm -hmm. You have started and done it and stopped. That happened in the dual realm in linearity. The actual work of the course, what it does is spiraling up dimensionally. Mm. It's activating. So I'm going to, run with the example that you used and generalize it. Yep. <clears throat> so let's say, let's just pretend that you read the whole course real fast. You just read it all and you did it and you noticed some things and that was it. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and now you're going through it again in a different way with what we're doing and, and probably much more slowly, at least it's fuller in a different so that that space time opens up a fuller process it's slower yeah there's room for more to happen we're in a shared process that allows for other activations so review and there are tiered light activations in the course there's tiered there's a range of frequency activations in that course so as you review it for yourself you are accessing the next higher level of light activations in that course and probably 
because it's activating higher, that light will reach deeper into your human and illuminate and transmute deeper into the lower chakras, which run at lower frequency levels. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so you have a different experience. So I would encourage everyone that's, I mean, if you're using these videos, the course, the uh, both, all of it, everything a little bit, do it in a way that works for you. Notice how you are assimilating information. Be willing to feel it. You can even breathe into the heart and intend to absorb the information right through the heart and not even worry about what the mind says about it. Oh, I knew that. I didn't know that. That's boring. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. da, 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 da. We can, we can really just breathe information through the heart. I mean, at the very least we can intend to open the heart field when we do something by degree, all we open the heart chakra gradually. I want to be clear about that and coming into this world means that there is by degree trauma and heartache. Things, hearts are tender and the world has been rough. Mm -hmm. So when we reopen our hearts, we do come into contact with places where they have been hurt and closed. But we reopen them gradually mm -hmm. and we can actually just intend to welcome information that, that we know we've already chosen to trust. We know it's, we know it serves. We can welcome it into the heart mm -hmm. <clears throat> and the heart knows how to process it. The heart knows how to process it. Um, and the heart will work to process that information through our being at the next higher level, at the next higher level, and at the next higher level. Got it. So, so what I'm hearing is that the, having a purely linear approach of like, I opened the book, I read it, I closed it. Um, I don't know, maybe we can let that example go, but what I'm hearing is that there's a lot of missed potential or there's a lot more potential available than what is than what um we often connect to when it's like a purely linear mental way to understand things does that make sense yeah i mean yeah so that's a good clarification what i would say to that is <clears throat> is what can be really helpful is to understand that what is natural for us is that we're operating on many levels at the same time yeah you can't look at the course if you don't take it out and look at it. And at one level, at one level, mm -hmm. have a linear process of opening it and looking at it and closing it. But that's only one level. Yeah, right. That's only one level. So we have different chakras. We, it's natural for us to exist, to operate in different frequency levels simultaneously. Mm -hmm. That is natural. Mm -hmm. What we have done previously is just 3D and down. Mm. Just 3D and down. So, so the old normal way is to say, okay, you've done it in 3D. Now it's finished. You've done it in 3D or you haven't. One or the other. That's mm -hmm. it. Nothing else. There's nothing natural about this to who, to who we really are. <clears throat> so you look at something, you study it, and then you put your attention somewhere else. And at the linear level, that's, you're not engaged, you're not interfacing with it, you're done. <clears throat> you're, you are also operating, working with that information at different frequency levels. It's processing through your field. You are having a nonlinear ascending experience with that information. It's activating your DNA. It's activating circuitry. It's increasing communication between aspects of self. It's dissolving unconsciousness. It's initiating transmutation. It's connecting you with your cosmic guides. You are having 
a moving ascending process with that information on different frequency levels, even though the, you're not engaging the linear experience anymore. It's multiple levels at the same time, heart is the bridge. Heart allows us to still function in linearity and let it gradually bridge to, be fluid with, be informed by these higher levels. And that will, that gradually is gonna change our whole reality. We're gonna learn a lot about that this year. Mm -hmm. um, so does that? Yeah. Work? Okay, this is great because we challenge you to stick with one um, we had a whole linear plan. I mean, not really, but we had we had some bullet points, and the heart first is taking us totally different directions, and it's great. Um, so that was really helpful. I remember when at some point when we were working together, and I was going through this process. This happens often um, of you know, it's like this struggle of feeling like I'm not doing it or I'm not doing it enough or doing it. Yeah. Just the doing focus. And I remember you, I was working on a project and I was feeling like I wasn't spending enough time on this project. I was, I was stressing out because I wasn't giving it the time that I quote unquote should have. And that was from a very linear perspective of like, I'm not sitting in front of my laptop for the specific amount of hours that this project needs me to do that or like the time I committed to this project. And, and I also realized that I would like go on a walk and have, and find myself thinking about the project and find like an, a spark of insight coming in or a feeling like an intuitive hit of like, Ooh, that's, that's something I should include in the project that really mm -hmm. makes a lot of sense. And, and you were really helpful in reflecting back, like, please don't underestimate the amount of, of time and energy that you're giving to things. Um, because you are doing this work on different levels, whether or not you're sitting in front of your laptop, you know, like if I'm, if I'm committed to this project, then that means energetically and like through the different, dimensions and frequencies that I'm existing in, I'm working on it in different ways. That's right. But my linear mind was like, I'm not typing on my keyboard for three hours or right. whatever. Um, That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that, um, it's helpful. That's a helpful example for me to, to really open to the understanding of operating more heart first or like more from a multi-dimensional approach to life and that's what we're shifting into um so maybe you could talk about like, that shift from leading with the 3d mind which is more fear-based to leading with the heart right <clears throat> so as as we um reactivate the heart <clears throat> reopen the heart, begin to lead with the heart, then one, one of the myriad, myriad, myriad things that that does is it allows a, a fluid, confident, it allows those levels to sync up, like you're saying. Like you go for a walk, you move your body, you're outside, you process, Maybe you're thinking of it. You probably, though, you know, had windows where you weren't directly thinking of it for that right. you were aware of. Yeah. But you knew something was happening because then the insights came there. You could tell that that project was in process in your being. Right. Even though you weren't pulling it through or doing it on the computer in that moment, it's okay. happening. <clears throat> so the heart allows us. to intelligently, in a stable way, bridge the linear progression of actions and translating and taking care of ourselves and to bridge what we still do in linearity to the higher intelligent potentials, to the more empowered, cosmically connected, attuned, 
potentials. The heart allows us to bridge those. It allows one to be informed by the other. It allows our higher self to know what we need at the linear level and to work on that. It allows us to access our galactic and cosmic guidance for our projects. Like, hey, everybody, higher self, light teams, I need to do this task here. I need to bring it through. So the heart, <clears throat> as we remember it, re-energize it, reactivate it, reopen it, it becomes this very intelligent, dynamic bridge between linearity and the higher realities. And it also, it brings those two into alignment with each other. They inform each other and it can all be used in alignment with love. <clears throat> and then what the what this section of the course is focusing on the AE course is that one of the major things that we're doing in ascension is shifting from leading and identifying with the egoic mind to leading with the heart. Mm -hmm. Why one of the reasons this is so important is because the default, what we are entrained to and other things, the default is to be unconsciously identified with how the egoic, with the egoic mind, as if that is us. Mm -hmm. And that will determine how we perceive self and the world. The egoic mind perception will be, we will unconsciously be identified with the egoic mind to determine our relationship with ourself mm. and with others and with the world. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> again, here now there are aspects, simple aspects of ego that serve that serve a purpose. They help us translate and navigate the human world. What we're waking up from is unconscious, complete identification, unconscious identification with old fear-based aspects of ego. So <clears throat> There are a lot of ways that we shift from leading with linear mind to heart. And it doesn't mean that we're omitting the mind. The mind does have a role, but the mind goes through a lot of changes. And because we've been so out of balance this way, we usually spend a long time rebalancing this way. The mind is still on board. <laughs> the mind has been overly energized to 3D mind for so long. It's not gonna go anywhere quick. We don't have to worry that our mind is gonna be out the door it'll be there <clears throat> so we we focus here and this is really simple i mean the effects of this go on and on and on and on and we could talk all day how we do this in our lives couldn't be more simple remembering the heart taking a conscious breath into the center of the chest into the central heart chakra feeling into the heart pausing for a moment just being there listening and feeling allowing awareness to shift into the heart just pausing feeling taking a breath mm. that's the beginning of the shift <clears throat> um as we do this gradually it begins to draw us out of constant identification with separation-based ego. So it changes the way we perceive ourselves and it changes the way we perceive others and everything that we're in relation to, that we seem to be in relation to. The heart has a completely different experience of us and what we're in relation to. And it's not on terms of separation. Mm. Um, it's Yeah. So, and how we experience our hearts and deferring to our hearts will change a lot through ascension. It will change a lot, many, many phases. Mm -hmm. And 
This is the place of, of convergence that we always can come back to. Mm. It will help us ground and be clear if we are ungrounded, we've kind of gone too spiritual or we're getting off. <clears throat> if our frequency is low, we're having a clearing, we're resolving something, we can still come into the heart. It might feel different. Mm -hmm. Cosmic intelligence, earth love, human soul, spirit light, soul records, Intel from our light guides. We start here to access all of it. You once described the heart to me as Grand Central Station. And what I'm hearing is it's, it's really all, and for those listening to the podcast, um, your hands are like bringing everything into your heart as you're saying all of those things. Right. I feel. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's helpful just to have that vision because it, it, all of those things that you just listed exist in the heart. That's like the, the point that, that anchors us, I feel like, through all the dimensions and the realities that we exist in and the frequencies that we exist in. Um, yeah. I mean, Grand Central Station is, as when you reminded me of that, it, it was funny for a minute because <laughs> I don't... I, I lived in New York for some years and um, <laughs> which is so funny now. <laughs> yes. That's a very heady place. It's yeah. very frenetic. Mm -hmm. The reason that Grand Central Station can be a fitting analogy for the heart for us. I mean, I remember when I would go there <clears throat> sort of the design of the building and but it's like you can everyone's coming in it's this big connection place and you can go anywhere mm. and all the trains and all the areas and all these i mean all these cultures and all the everything's converging there mm -hmm. and you can go anywhere from there and you know it's very grand central station the center is i mean it's, it's kind of opulent it's just grand, you know, and this, this really is, this really is a, a good analogy for the heart. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and as we return to the heart, lead with the heart, we will notice places where the heart is waiting to be reopened in need of a healing. Mm -hmm. Right. And a lot of that will happen in a fluid, natural way as we reactivate the heart, bring awareness back to the heart and open it. Because there's, there's more energy and there's more light. Our presence, our consciousness there helps initiate whatever needs to happen. Mm-hmm. I've noticed a, this, it feels almost like a habit of wanting to compare the head. It's like head versus heart. Mm. And maybe you could t touch on that and, and talk about the process of like unification between, mm -hmm. between these two. Oh yeah. <clears throat> Yeah. Boy, that's been flat out wars in the human realm for a long time. Head versus heart. <laughs> okay. One thing that's helpful to note here is that the more distorted an aspect of ego is, the more unconscious it is. Hmm. The more in the more out of alignment an aspect of ego is, the more unconscious it is. Almost always, usually. So in the process of ascending and coming conscious, we uncover aspects of ego that are more distorted than what our previous idea of ego was. 
because they we needed we needed more light strength and more courage and it took a while of unpacking what was buried to uncover those what we find as we get down to the base sort of the inception of distorted ego not the helpful kind of personality interface that's more neutral but the distorted ego that really is is based in separation as we bring that conscious and we get down to what drives it we find that <clears throat> those base aspects of ego are in competition with love and with spirit light they oppose it outright mm. so this is a, it's a really helpful thing to to not to just be aware of and to know that we will find that and and that that's okay mm -hmm. it doesn't seem okay when we find it because it's a it's kind of a shock and it's not pretty but if we find it that means we've we've brought it into our light and that's the good news that's the liberation as soon as that happens it can't continue to function the way it has so <clears throat> the most distorted aspects of ego are in direct competition with love and spirituality and mm -hmm. we all have those as as we progress we get in touch with what our stories are about why we would need aspects of ego that <clears throat> no, are not on board with love how that seems to have kept us safe for whatever we thought we got from it and we will find a reason it may be a silly one once we get to it but there will seem to be a reason that drives it always something that we came to believe that is driving that egoic aspect that is saying no to love mm -hmm. it doesn't run unless there's a belief something we chose to believe that's driving it mm -hmm. so i'm digressing into this a bit because being aware of it is really really helpful <clears throat> it's really helpful and you know the, these are the mental programs and the collective societal programs that we've all been working with for a really long time so no one's implicated here you know we're all doing this together mm -hmm. and we notice that the idea is to come back to the heart activate the heart fill it fill it with gold light open it really big welcome that egoic aspect into the heart mm -hmm. so the ego doesn't really like and there if for those of you listening you'll probably feel a shift in the energetic just as we talk through this the ego <laughs> doesn't like this kind of scrutiny mm -hmm. one thing that we can do in our work with ourselves is just always conscious breath really exhaling lets the body clear and come back into the heart and we can talk to these egoic aspects and say what do you need like if you notice in your example that head would seem to be in competition with the heart <clears throat> we can get centered in the heart and then from the heart we can say to that aspect of self what is it that you want and be willing to witness hear, feel the answer no matter what it seems like be willing to witness that mm -hmm. ask that aspect what is it that you're trying to get what is so important or mm -hmm. get away from or whatever as soon as what's driving it comes conscious there will be by degree some release some shift in that pattern <clears throat> so this will happen this is really natural what you notice when we shift to the heart more um more mental egoic aspects that are used to steering things may take that as an affront mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah like they're being ousted from their role right 
and they may balk and flare and argue or whatever and make a case mm -hmm. try to build a case for why the egoic mind should be in charge of, of something build a case mm -hmm. the thing about coming back into the heart is that when we come back into the heart we access the simple truth in everything mm. ego thrives on making things very very complicated because when things become complicated we are more likely to lose sight of the truth mm. so when we come back into the heart and and this is a brilliant practice we don't need to wait until we've answered everything. Oh, I've solved all my head's questions. Now I can take a break and come to the heart. <laughs> we don't have to do that. We can have it's sometimes it just builds on itself. One question leads to the next one dissatisfaction leads to the next. We can witness that and just come back into the heart and take a breath. <sighs> Detach a little bit. Mm -hmm. Let all that run. Bring feeling awareness and breath into the heart. Be present. Let there be an opportunity for it to settle. It might not all settle. And ask our hearts. I mean, you know, sometimes stuff is so simple that it's hard for us to even notice it's, there's anything there. Ask the heart. Higher guidance will hear it when we ask in the heart. Our higher selves will hear it and just say, Higher self, you know, I'm tuning into my heart or part. Show me what's most, show me what's important here. Bring me back to the truth. Bring me back to the still center point. Please bring me back to myself and to what matters. Mm. I'm going to be present for this for a moment. Yes. Yes. I, I love that that's where we landed. It's like, please bring me back to myself and what matters. And as I've been listening to you, I've been really understanding that all of this, this work and this process that we're talking that you're sharing about with bringing awareness to the places where we have ego distortions. Once we do that, and we're aware of the ego distortions, they, they, the hold is not there. And why we want to do that is because once the it's almost like they're they're like some distorted filter on our our being and once we clear like we remove those filters we like they put them away we dissolve them we compost them we burn them whatever <laughs> um then more of our selves more of our authentic true selves which is really very simple <laughs> like when we're in that true love essence that we all have and are then that that is the we don't have any filters over that and we can share ourselves authentically and honestly and truly in the moment um yeah just fully expressing our, our full selves <clears throat> yeah so um yes yes to all that yeah, that was very well described. When we come back to the heart, it's a direct way to get back in touch. When I say it with truth, that also means with true self. Mm -hmm. It means with true self. So if we have, um, found ourselves in a compromised situation in a relationship or a negotiation in the world, we feel we've gone out of our power or we've we're out of balance or we've lost sight of something or whatever we can come back to the heart and intend ask the heart call on our soul from below which comes to the heart call on higher guidance and reconnect with our truth and be willing to listen to it i mean we've all had situations in which we get into something challenging with another person and we know something's off and we've done our best and we come back to ourselves 
<clears throat> and we realize after the fact that we didn't we didn't stand in our full truth right in that communication or negotiation whatever direction we went that wasn't our full truth mm -hmm. so one example of a great practice is to come back into the heart and ask the heart to help us more fully connect to our true selves and whatever comes with that in the moment. And if something's backlogged or we've gotten off track, that will catch up to us. That will come back. Then, and we have to stay there and be willing to listen. We have to at least detach from, because the mind will create an expectation for what we should be hearing in the heart or what should come or what our true self will look like or if we've just left a difficult interaction with someone else, you know, then the mind will be running all these stories and usually want to make it about the other person, about how they're less right than we are. And there's this awesome list of reasons that we just want to keep going over. They get better every time. <laughs> <laughs> so when we come back to the heart, we want to be willing to hear, to, to witness and hear the truth of self that heart reconnects us with that is not necessarily matching what the egoic mind is looking for. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. So the heart may help catch us back up with a part of us that didn't speak up fully. And then the mind might want to say, well, yeah, but you can't say that because blah, 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 blah. Right. Well, that's not the point right then. The point is to hear and reconnect with and hold space for and live align with what's true for us. Mm -hmm. Not adjust that to what the ego says it needs to be to fit out here, to get right. back into it. Right. So it's a, it's a practice too. I oh, think just yeah. like what we spoke about in the last episode about trust it's it's a muscle to to listen to drop into the heart when your mind is going on its magnificent journey and right. and be like wow that's all there those are really engaging interesting stories that i could follow and deep breath okay you know and like that that as just like trust it's it's something that you just keep coming back to and keep practicing and then that distinction because i think in the beginning it's really hard even to just become aware of what is more of an egoic mind story and what is the heart saying it can be hard to hear that to hear absolutely. the difference. absolutely for a while so yeah the last section you know that section two of the course <clears throat> and that we covered last week was trust and so and we said you know, we said feeling resonance is a lot of what we trust. The center point for accessing what we trust is the heart. We get information from different places as we progress, soul aspects return to us. Some of those are very deep earth, feminine soul aspects, <clears throat> masculine aspects too. And those, those seem to kind of come from the connection with the earth or the lower chakras or lower in the body. And then there's higher guidance that we hear and connect with, but we can access it all through the heart. It all can be accessed through the heart. So <clears throat> yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna trust our hearts. And when we shift back from leading with the egoic mind, which often says, I can keep you safer and I can get you more. Mm. Right. You know, and, and, and we can just welcome that and see through it. Okay, well, what do you, what do you, what is that going to get me? What are you keeping me safe from? Right. Is that all real and true and love aligned? And what, what does that mean right now? Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> when we shift from that egoic mind back to the heart, it will be an act of trust. Yeah. Because the encouraged reality is that we are, I don't know, 
safer or more competent leading with the egoic mind that's the 3d norm yeah what happens as we keep deferring to the heart to trust ourselves is that we get a lot stronger and we begin to access again the reality up that real strength is in love mm -hmm. whatever yeah. form that needs to take yeah real strength is in love i love that okay so that's one of the benefits that we begin to live. That's, that's, if you will, that's sort of like the payoff yeah. from the, what feels like a risk and vulnerability on the front end of coming back and trusting self and initiating this paradigm shift, mm -hmm. not deferring to the thing that the 3d world encourages though that many seem to defer to trusting self that we access through the heart primarily. <clears throat> And as we do that, it gets, we begin to draw on our true power and we begin to access the applied strength of love that becomes real again. And this is one of the most gratifying experiences we can have as a human. Yes, absolutely. And I, this is probably going to be a very like simple thing that I'm about to say, but um, I also find that when we're in more of a heart first place, there's really not much like words don't do as much and you're just in such a feeling place that, yeah, it's, it's just kind of hard to even verbalize. Um, just kind of what I'm feeling right now, but I just, as I've, I've strengthened this muscle myself, I, I feel so much more of an exhale in my life like so much more calm and like of course i still have the things that humans have but like there's just this sense of like letting go and like living from this place of of like everything that happens is is some way to help me return to more love or you know it's like it's all serving the purpose of love and not to say it's not challenging at some moments, but it just overall, the like tension of, I think that I felt operating from more of a, an egoic mind of trying to manage and control and plan, just like trying to, to manage every single possible thing in my life that I could, but, and manage everyone around me too, you know, right. that's like, right. even better. Um, and just just like having this like softening into my body and my heart and my being has just shifted my whole life yeah no thank you and it it really is um i'm, I'm probably going to be referencing eckhart tolle because i've had a review of him recently and he's so lovely but he just talk, he just says, you know, his words and ideas are sort of pointers and signposts. They're not. And so, you know, what I hear you speaking to is the experience and the life experience and the life. <laughs> yeah, the life shift. You, we really, and also that The importance of this is really understood in hindsight. Mm -hmm. So what is helpful to hear as we are progressing through earlier phases is that we really cannot measure the relief and the, the spaciousness and the encroaching peace that comes in this shift from egoic mind to heart. Mm -hmm. The increase in insanity. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And then 
you know, relating to this idea of, of truth and true self and authenticity, we realize that we are, we have been out of touch with authentic self in that state of identifying with egoic mind, which is really about controlling, like you said, trying to control life and self and others. And that in that state, we are not, we're not knowing and living as what we really are. Right. And so no matter how much we get and do, things are not actually fulfilling because we're not there. Mm. And we have to be there for anything to have real meaning and to fulfill. The real us has to be there. Yeah. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Sina, for facilitating. That was, I really feel that one deeply. That's how heart stuff goes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. So we will be back next week with part four, which will build quite naturally. Yeah. Self-love. Yes. Can't wait. Okay. Thanks, Thanks. everyone. Lots, Thanks, everyone. lots of love. <laughs> Bye. Huh.